Hello and welcome to the Super 6 podcast. It's episode number three, How Time Flies, with me, Laura Woods, and Adebayo Akin Benwa. Hello, Bayo, how are you? Hey, hey, AW, what's going on? Right. Did I say AW or LW? LW. Oh, what's going on, LW, okay? I hope so. Yeah, otherwise you just married yourself off to me. Uh-uh. Ooh. Adebayo Woods. No, 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 that can't happen. Let's flip that. <laughs> it's not the same, is it? No, it's not the same. It's not the same. Let me see. Laura Akin Benwa. Mm. Adebayo Woods. No, 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 no. Laura Akinfema sounds better. Does it? Slightly. Hey, look, we've got a few bits of housekeeping before we even move on with this podcast this week, yeah. right? We want to go back to last week where you said something deemed controversial. Let me, let me say something. The one thing I do like, I like opinions. I like conversations, which was cool. So I said about the comment, and of course, people jumped on that I said Vardy will be a bigger legend when he retires than Drogba. So, uh, listen... When they came at me, they came at me hard. So listen, it's love. Let me break this down. Anybody that knows me knows I'm a Drogba fan. I, I, I love his aura. I love the way he plays. So, of course, I relate to the way Drogba plays. But strip it away. Let's look at it in the sense where Drogba, and I'm going to contradict myself. If I had to pick between one of them, I would pick Drogba because that's my opinion. But the way people was going on was like they couldn't have this conversation, like they couldn't be married up in the same conversation. That's what threw me. Because regardless of what, the bigger picture lies. Jamie Vardy at the moment, and I should have done my research, but has scored the same amount of goals of him, 41 games less, right? So if he continues at this trajectory, continues scoring goals, so we're looking at if he scores 50 more goals than Drogba, on the bigger picture, Vardy has played with less and I don't want to disrespect it, less quality players than Drogba. Probably when Drogba got bought by Chelsea, his fee alone would have been more than the whole Leicester City team. So it's about what you do as an individual. So there's individual accolades and a collective accolade. So where I'm coming down with it is Vardy's there to score goals. If he scores more goals than Drogba, he's got the record of scoring the most consecutive goals per game took the fairy tale story in the sense of making Leicester win the Premier League. So therefore, in itself, how can people feel like they cannot be or have a conversation? Then it's pure opinions. So the way they jumped on me, listen, break it down for itself. Opinion-wise is opinion-wise, but Vardy can be in the same conversation as Drogba. I contradict myself because if I had to pick, I'd pick Drogba, but that's because I relate to the way Drogba plays. Mm. And just saying Drogba's name, his aura, his energy, he's a man mountain. There's no two ways about it. But for me, I felt it was very disrespectful the way they dismissed the comparison. Mm. So that's all I wanted to say because people were jumping me online and I couldn't respond to everybody. So I figured I'd respond here. Let's have this conversation again. Yeah, I know. You can get involved. Super six, hashtag it, and we can go back and forth. You get me? There we go. That one is closed for the moment, just for the moment. I got jumped on as well. Gone. Why'd you get jumped on? Saying who my favourite pundit was. Oh, good. Anyway, I told you it should have been JC anyway. I told you it should have been JC. You want to try and go with GN and that. It should have been JC. JC, you was my guy. But what happened? Talk to me. <laughs> I mean, I did. It's apparently it's like picking between your children, isn't it? You should never actually verbalise it. Um, I Because anyway, I've got lots of friends in in the industry who are pundits as well. Not naming any names. I love equally all of you. I just just at that moment in time, just felt the need to say what I said about Gary Neville. I also want to throw Michael Rich's name into the mix. Bad man. But the one thing is, the question was between Jamie and 
Neville, wasn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Between Carrot and yeah, Neville. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the question. So I just yeah. had to answer what was in front of me. I saw it. So they joked. They, they, listen, they joked on you. <laughs> JC Good uh, afterwards. No, 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 not Jamie, not Jamie. Jamie oh, Carragher oh. didn't jump on Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, no, I mean what you're saying, but I'm trying to let Jamie know that I told her, I told her she should have picked you. So I'm glad they jumped on her because I said he should have picked you anyway. But, oh. Equally, it's all about opinions, isn't it? No, it's, it's all about opinions. Come on now, opinion. listen, it's, yeah, as long as it wasn't malice, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it was a question and you had to answer the question. So listen, it's all love. So anyway, if I'm answering overall the, all the pundits, Michael Richards all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come Mike, I'm with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's move on, shall right, we? Cool. Um, if this is the first time you've ever listened to this podcast and you've got no idea what we're talking about, go back and you can download it. It was yeah. episode two, that's what we're referring to. Uh, you can also get involved in all the chat and do whatever you want. Do you want to hear what's coming up on this week's show? A-L-W, let them know. Do we do it? Back and forth. So, we're going to test our debating skills this week as we take on Super 60 Seconds Challenge. It's a new one. All right, but before we do that, we're going to find out a little bit more about each other in the game of, oh, two truths and a lie. I like that. And we'll also be discussing this week's Super 6 fixtures and give you our predictions for round three. And the prize money has rolled over again, so you have another chance to win a massive whopping £1 million. And remember that it is free to play. Mm-hmm. All of that is still to come, and you can join in on the conversation on Twitter by using the hashtag Super6Podcast and give us a follow at Super6. So we're going to have a quick look now over some listener questions. You've been sending them in in your drones. Picked up a couple of good ones. I quite like this one. Ian Parks has sent a message in saying, what's your favourite away ground and why, Bio? I've said this a few times. I've gone on record saying it's Fratton Park, Portsmouth. <gasps> um, mm. I love the atmosphere. And that was where the birth of the... I can't remember your tits are offside. That was, that was the birth <laughs> was that of that song. That was them. Um, and when you've got 15, 16, 17,000 people <laughs> singing it, um, and then it didn't make it great was I came on and then the first ball tied the ball came outside I was offside so it just <laughs> it just kicked off into, wait which parts um, were offside yeah the titties were offside <laughs> no, they might call it titties or that for me you know what I'm saying it's pectorals you know what I'm saying so it's but no I've, I've always loved that I've always got a connection with that plus mm. I, I score a lot there as well so it, it's nice to kind of give it back to them like that But so I'd say Fratton Park is my favourite away ground they so, are good at Fratton Park aren't they oh, they are they are they're good they're I've, good I've been to a couple of games there I went to one Birmingham City and that was in the Carabao Cup and the Birmingham City fans you'll know exactly what I'm talking about I had my headphones on right and I was like waiting to go on air and it was probably the first live game or second live game I'd ever done for Sky and um, had my headphones on and then I could I was like wow it's got really loud in here and took one of my headphones off and I could just hear all the Birmingham City fans singing to me something that I can't repeat and uh, not offensive not massively offensive I find stuff like that quite funny quite funny yeah yeah so I gave him a, I blew him a little kiss oh as you do and then <laughs> as <laughs> you do I was like how do I how do I get rid of this situation anyway I blew him a little kiss and it worked and they loved it and they were all waving back and then we were the best of mates and then the next time I went to Fratton Park actually I think they played Southampton it was the, the meaty sort of like the, the feisty fixture and Southampton beat them something like 4-0 or something. Oh, yeah, it was a, it was a that was yeah. last season, I think it was. It was a, it was a yeah. bad day for, for Portsmouth. Anyway, I'm totally with you on that. It's a great ground. You know mine, LW. You've been to many grounds. What's your favourite away ground? The one that stands out in my most recent memory is um, 
I went to Rodney Parade and this was when they played Manchester City. It was the FA Cup. I can't remember what round it was, maybe fourth round or something like that. And um, the best thing about it, at the moment, it must just be a world apart because there's no fans in it. But I get there super early at games. I get there like three hours early to set up and everything. And I'm sitting in the stands and as the fans start to come in, it's loud. It is loud from literally like minute dot. And then the ground itself, they share it with a rugby team as well. So the ground is quite bobbly and sort of what you'd expect to see in like FA Cup early round fixtures right yeah yeah and uh, so it's like classic and this was like David Goliath like it just encompassed in one game anyway the Man City players all got off the bus right and they had to walk across the field like literally across the ground and it was just funny I remember seeing Leroy Sane really clearly and he's walking across and you know how brilliantly like he's just he's perfect in every way isn't he like visually okay okay, I agree with you on that he's just perfect right and he was walking across the pitch and the fans started shouting to these Manchester City players, who at the time are champions, pretty sure. Who the hell are you? Yeah. And all, and then like the next one started coming, the next one started coming. And it was just an absolute onslaught. And it honestly, the game itself, actually, in the first half, they made a really good account for themselves. It was quite a good game. City obviously wrapped up in the end. But at the end of the end of the match, all the City players, I remember Raheem Sterling especially, like stayed and was signing autographs for all the players there, the staff, like all the fans fans as many as they could physically possibly sign but it was one of those kind of like Foden played in that game actually and was brilliant this was when Foden only got cup games it was so bobbly it was so funny I swear there was like one moment in front of goal where it looked like it was going to go in it was like one of those classics like hit the ground and then just went the other way but the crowd the whole time the reason I love it so much and it's my favourite is because it was like the noise was almost like warmth. It was like that encompassing. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It was just, it was incredible. I love those old school sort of like rackety kind of like enclosed grounds. That's how it felt, even though they just share it with a with a rugby team basically. And it's just like a couple of stands. I hear that, man. That's why I love cup competitions mm. because it just, it brings that. It just, it brings two worlds into one. So yeah, no, I'll get you, man. Mm. I'll get you. Decent. Right. You must know it as well. Oh, yeah, like, I ain't gonna lie, I played there a few times and there's sand on the pitch. Like, they don't mess about there. It's it's a war. It's a war there. But yeah, yeah, the sand on the pitch. Let's just, let's just stick with that. It's sand on the pitch. One million pounds in your account. Can you imagine? Predict six correct scores on Super Six this week for a chance to win the huge one million pound jackpot. Download the app and play by 3 pm on Saturday. Head to skysports.com forward slash Super Six for more details. We're on episode three now, Bio, so I feel like we are getting to know each other. We're learning things about each other. We're getting on, right? Yeah. So we found out a way that we can extract even more information. It's a new section. It's called Two Truths and a Lie. I like this. So I'm going to tell you two truths about me and a lie. Okay. Hopefully you won't know which is which. you got to guess, basically. Okay. Should we go for it? Let's go for it. Okay. The first one is I eat ketchup sandwiches. Okay. My second one is when I was younger, I was a rugby player and I played the position of a hooker. Okay. The third one is I also was a gymnast and Roy Hodgson actually was one of my gymnastics teachers. Okay. Um, Two of those are true, one's a lie. Alright, I'm going to I'm gonna just go straight and say the last one's a lie. Mm. Roy Hodgson wasn't your gym teacher. Um, <laughs> and then I'm going to say you eat ketchup and you was actually a hooker. In rugby, in rugby, you know that's the double on top. Right? You get what I say? <laughs> so let's go with the Roy Hodgson is the lie. 
Yeah, you're actually correct. Oh. It was too easy, wasn't it? But did you know he was actually a teacher? No. He was a teacher before he moved into football coaching. I, I could believe that. Yeah. He's holding me to his headmaster teacher form. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm going to go to mine. First one, I used to eat sugar sandwiches. Stop it. So butter, sugar on bread. So I used to eat that. Yeah. That's one. Second, I used to teach dance stroke ballet when I was younger. And the third one is I got nine A to C's. In your GCSEs? In my GCSEs. Oh, nine A to C's. I think you did. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I can totally see you doing that. I think okay. you're more I think you're more academic than you let on. Thank you. I think you definitely had sugar sandwiches with butter on them because the way that you were describing it, you were visualizing it. Okay. And I, I think you're a bit weird like that. I say none. If you want to throw that out, that's that's your prerogative. How much sugar are we talking? Um you kind of that just you pour it on and then you dash it off and then the sugar stays on the bread. What'd you do with the excess sugar? Oh, you just dash it. Just leave it. Just leave it. Wasteful. That is what it is. It was young and dumb. Does it stick on the butter? 100%. Any condiments? No, just that. Mm. Do you eat the the sides first, the crusts? No, you just eat it all. You bend it over and eat it as a collective. Have you ever put your bread in your microwave first just to make it a bit softer? No. You should try that. Nah, it makes it soggy. If it's anything over 15 seconds, it does. Yeah? Yeah. If you're going to have ketchup sandwiches like I do, that's the way to do it. I ain't going to lie to you. You called me weird? Yeah. Ketchup sandwiches is a no-no. Just ketchup. Yeah. On a plain person, but not even toasted, just... Yeah. That's nasty. Folded like you do, though. Yeah. Then I eat the crust first, and then I eat the middle of it. That doesn't help. It's still nasty. <laughs> Tell me more about this dance. Um, well, I used to teach dance when I was younger. So oh. it was a cross between contemporary and... Um, <laughs> I love Contemporary and ballet. That's what I used to do. I used to teach you. Give me a ballet position. Like, tell the me. pirouettes and that. That's the pirouettes. I don't get it. It was the pirouettes. I'm just, I'm just sad. It was the pirouettes. So I used to teach it when I was younger. I used to teach contemporary dance and ballet was part of that. I'm just right that I had it. Give me another ballet position. Oh, okay. What else is there? That we, we called it the tippy toes. That's what we named it. That was when you went on your tippy toes. I'm telling you. Remember I was teaching... Youngsters, by the way, but um, <laughs> God, <laughs> what did you wear? I wore normal clothes, I had a normal tracksuit. That's what I wore. I know, remember, it was contemporary, so within the contemporary dance, it was all forms of dance, and it was hip hop, it was ballet, it was also, I was in, you know, I wore what I wore. Can you tell me what a plie is? Yeah, go on. So, a plie is when you stand, both arms come up, and then you kind of like bow, so plie. So you go down, that's what it is. Oh, that's throwing me that. I, I, <laughs> you know what, I was convinced. I was like, no, that's the lie. <laughs> but now the, the way that you just, the way that you did that. Oh, is that the way I did it, yeah? yeah you're graceful. I thought, oh. You know what I'm saying? I was, you, yeah, you see me on the pitch. I'm, <laughs> I'm graceful on the pitch. <laughs> Come um, on now. I've got to pick one then, haven't I? You've got to pick one. Uh, the worst thing is, I'm actually impressed with your um, interrogation skills. I'm, I listen. I'm I actually didn't even interrogate you. I just said that's a lie. But <laughs> anyway, okay, I'm, I'm impressed. Um, I think, I still think that the dancing's a lie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know what? 
You got it wrong. You got it wrong. Are you serious? For all what you did, I didn't get nine A to C's. <laughs> no! I didn't get nine A to C's. That was my lie. What did you that get? Was, I got six um, A to C's. That's what I got. So I didn't get nine. So, yes, I was a... I did eat the butter sandwiches. Yes, that was my go-to as a young. Yeah. And I did before I broke into football from the ages of 14 to 16 or is it 14 to 17 at a youth centre I teach dance um, are you serious yeah contemporary hip hop and uh, ballet so you're telling me that you genuinely used to teach girls how to go on and their, boys as well and on their tippy yeah, toes on their tippy toes so I, listen I, of course I didn't know the the, the, the right terms but the it'd be like um, two three four go tippy toes down per lay spin hip but yeah, we should do all that. And who's the oh gosh, who's the the singer? She now does theatre. She was on X Factor. Um, uh, Alexandra, Alexandra Blurt. Yeah, she was there. Teacher as well. Yeah, she was in the youth centre. I'm just look. There's some names I could throw. I was that guy. There's a lot of things people don't know about me. You know, there's a lot of people that. But anyway, let's just. Let's just there. So you got that wrong. So that's one point to me. I won that game this week. You're absolutely right. Oh, I wow. I mean, week. little did we know that when oh. the producers came up with this feature, it oh, would be no. quite as revealing as right. that. Tippy toes. Tippy toes. The tippy toes. Okay, Bio, this next section is called Super 60 Seconds. It's another game, 60 seconds on the clock, where you have to talk about a topic, can't take any long pauses or hesitate or anything like that, and your argument must make sense, and you've got to justify your argument. So I'll give you something, you've got to argue it for 60 seconds. So you're just going to throw me a random topic, and yeah. I'm going to go, and then I'm going to be able to throw you a random topic back, yeah? Yeah, oh. yeah. okay. Oh, so I'm going to have to try and waffle for 60 seconds. I think you can do this one. Oh. I've got 60 seconds on the clock, and oh. I want you to tell me... Why you shouldn't write off Wickham Wanderers this season? Three, two, one, go. Um, don't write off Wickham Wanderers because we've been. That's been happening for the entire the entire time Wickham's been in existence. They did that last year. Said we'll get less points than Bolton, and Bolton started with a twelve point deduction. So that's just disrespectful. Um, we love to we, we we love to play the underdog story. Um, also, I've been injured for a little while. Not trying to toot my own horn and that, but when I come back, you know I'm gonna have to bring that beast mode. So we got a bad boy manager. A unique manager, unique character. We've got a great um, supporting cast in the sense of um, Richard Dobson, a physio, um, the fans. We're a tight knit community, tight knit squad, um, and I also feel that we've got the the generals. If you don't know about the generals, that's six players that be able to be able to run the changing room, keep the the, 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 the gaffer's mindset driving, pushing forward. Um, and plus, we love to mess up the uppercuts. Finish, I started to waffle there, Popper. That was Jeez. brilliant. That was literally... Jeez. I was starting to waffle yeah. there, I was starting to waffle. I thought you did pretty well there. That was actually excellent. <laughs> All right, cool. Okay, uh, so um, I'm going to do one now as well. All right, um, cool. All right, I'm just going to give you something random. I'm going to give you random. Let me get 60 seconds on the... Let me get 60 seconds on the... On the clock, I'm going to give you something random. So I'm going to say, find me positives with Man United this season. Go. Okay, positives about Manchester United this season. First of all, is that you've had a bad start. So the only way is up, technically. That's okay. not actually quite true. 
but we'll say that anyway. Carabao Cup looked a little bit better. That was your second string team. The most exciting thing about that game is the three subs that came off the bench. Now listen, it was against the side in the championship, but it was against a good side in Luton that were unbeaten up until last night. When the substitutes came on, Mason Greenwood, Marcus Rashford, Bruno Fernandes, they all combined for the second goal and they looked absolutely beautiful. It was like poetry in motion. Rashford's goal was good and it was followed up like really quickly afterwards by Mason Greenwood because he was hungry and he wanted another goal. So I think that hunger is really important in those three players in particular. I'm just focusing on them because they came off the bench. I also think your new signers are going to bed in a little bit. Donny van der Beek, whether or not he's going to be a main starter or not, who knows, but he's excellent in terms of how he's going to strengthen your team I think there's work to be done defensively but the window is still open I think when Ollie's at the wheel it's actually more positive than you'll think oh, you um, smashed that did I what a hey take my hats off are you sure you're not United's <laughs> I'll take my hats off you was flowing hey anyway you hey look you won that you won that hey. you was you won that I absolute you LW that was decent <laughs> well done well done I like that game I like that one okay let's do another one because it's quite fun 60 seconds on why Leeds can make European football 3 two, oh. one, go oh okay Leeds will, will make European football um, because they've got a young energetic confident fearless vibrant team um, their home ground will be their fortress Bielsa a manager who's been there, seen there, seen it and done it. Um, they look like they score goals for fun. Also, they've got the momentum of winning the championship, taking confidence for their first two games, knowing that they can score in the Premier League. Premier League is always the hardest. I mean, scoring goals in the Premier League is always the hardest thing to do. They've already scored seven goals in their first two games. Of course, they'll have to tighten up on their defence, but that's cool. You'll outscore teams. Also, I feel like they've got money to spend, good investment now, in the sense So if they need to add in to their squad, they can add in their squad. And also, it's going to take a while for teams to get to grips with Bielsa and Leeds' style of play. And by that time, they'll have accumulated enough points to get into the top half of the league and just finally make Europe. Yes. Bosh. Yeah. Nice one, nice one, nice one. All right, cool. All right, if you're doing that, I'm going to throw you another one. Gabriel's impact on Tottenham and where will Spurs finish? Oh, okay. Um, let's go for it. Gareth Bell, I think, could have a monumental impact on Tottenham. He is a Galactico. He wins things. He has that attitude already. He left. He's come back. He's still a hero. He had a hero's welcome. I think that'll impact him as well. He's basically been kept out in the dark for the last couple of seasons. He's been treated really poorly by Zinedine Zidane, by Real Madrid, by the fans, by the media over there. It's a proper homecoming. He's going to feel like that. He's going to feel wanted. Eventually, when he comes back from his injury, I think he's out for six weeks. Not the best way to start, but they knew that when they signed him. I think potentially he could link up with that front three. Harry Kane, human song, Gareth Bell. Can you imagine that? That would terrify people. It, I'm, I'm saying that as an Arsenal fan, that would terrify me. Um, are they going to finish in the top four? No. The reason I say that is because I can't see them dislodging a team like Chelsea. I can't at this point in time see them dislodging potentially Manchester United. I think they've got more oh, work to do. You've done it, you've done it. You could have kept on, you could have yeah. kept on. You've got it. Salute, salute, salute. LW, you got this on Smash. Jeez. It's down to business now. It's time for our Super 6 score prediction for round three. If you've not got involved yet, here's a reminder of how to play. Download the Super 6 app, create an account and play for free by predicting the scores of six chosen matches to be in with a chance to win £1 million this week. It's free. 
Because there was no winner again last week, the prize is still £1 million. Paul Beards from Coventry managed to score 24 points, four correct scores and two correct results, landing him £5,000 in consolation prizes. Seven players scored 24 points, but Paul had the closest golden goal with his sixth-minute prediction. Remember that we have our own Super 6 League. Feel free to join the league using the code KHN3GV. And there is a £1,000 prize for the winner of that league. Steve Chaplin was the highest scorer this week with 17 points. But Trevor Cottenden is still top of the league with 25 points in total. Well done, Trevor. Also, a reminder, you can invite your friends to join Super 6. And if any of your invited friends go on to win the jackpot, then you will win £25,000. Bio, do you want to hear how we got on last week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... I must be top of the list as well. uh, You scored six points. What? Which means you're on ten for the season. Yeah, what were you on then? Well, I scored nine points, which means I'm on 13 for the season. Hey, this is rigged, yeah? What's going on? (laughs) Right, you're better than me. We're not the greatest at this, you know? No, we're really not. Neither of us are very good. We're setting the standard quite low, aren't we? Uh, Last week, we talked about what we would buy each other if we won the jackpot. Bio would buy me the Bachelorette Mansion. Thank you very much for that. I'd buy you a personal state-of-the-art gym. This week, the question is, if you won £1 million, what is the ultimate sporting event that you would buy tickets for? Oh... Good question. I would have said the Super Bowl, but I've been twice. Um, <laughs> drop mic. Um, now, you know what? It would probably have to be the World Cup final. Um, yeah. And I would love it to be Nigeria, England in the final. Yeah. Which country would you want it to be hosted in? Oh, that's a good one. Vegas. Vegas isn't a country, but you can... Oh, yeah, but you... Oh, cool, cool, that hurt me there. We've got to do that again, they'll be ripping me. They will rip me. we got to do that again, they will jump on me hard. <laughs> um, then, yeah. America, um, yeah? America. Got it. Yeah, America, that's what I meant. Oh, my nose just went there. Yeah, America. But you know what I mean. I do know what you yeah, mean. Yeah, you know what I mean. Don't jump on me, people, you get me. Okay. Right, I'll fight back to you. So, I would... If it's not an expensive one, but it's one that I'm fascinated in. I love derbies and I don't love like violent derbies in the sense that I like violence, but I like it when it's like a proper deep rivalry, I think is amazing. Boca Juniors against River Plate, super classico. And I just, there's something about it recently. I think they met in the Copa Libertadores final. And it ended up having to be moved. I'm sure it had to be moved I to think a different I heard country. Yeah, it's just like this massive rivalry in Buenos Aires. And I'd love to just go and do like the whole trip, go and stay in like South America, go and like travel around a little bit and, and it all culminate in going to one of these derbies. I think it'd just be amazing. Ah, right, that's dope. That, that, yeah. that sounds nice. That does sound nice. Okay. Are you in in? Right, should we do our predictions now? Yeah, let's do it. Here we go, fixtures for round three. First of all, Crystal Palace hosting Everton. What do you think, Bayo? All right, like, I'm going to be real structured now because I'm stepping up my game. I'm losing to you. I ain't playing around. I'm going to go straight in, 3-1 Everton. Oh, that's what I've gone for. I'm not don't even joking. Don't try it now, like. Look, it's written in front of it. Look, I All right, so God. normally, because you know I don't want Everton to win because I'm a Liverpool supporter, but mm. I want the points. So 3-1 Everton. Mm. Dominic Calvert-Lewin, James Rodriguez, they're looking great on there. Yeah, Even they're, looking on, as well. they're looking on fire, Let's they're looking it. on flames. Next one, Watford-Luton. 2-1 Luton. Luton's mm. going to come back from that loss against United, angry. 2-1 Luton. I'm saying 1-0 Luton, James Collins. Okay. Millwall-Brentford. Tight game. Brentford score goals. Millwall's pretty solid. I'm going to say 2-1 Brentford. I'm saying 2-0 Brentford. 
Okay. QPR Borough. I'm going to say a 1-1 one, one draw. Hmm. I'm saying 1-0 QPR. Okay. Uh, next one, Derby v Blackburn. Blackburn, I know, is a topic that you don't want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, let's just let's move on swiftly. I'm not even... They, they stunted my mood. So let's move on. I'm going to say 2-2. Two, two. Mm, I'm going to say Blackburn are probably going to win that one 2-1. Seeing as they scored five against Wickham. Be easy, I'll squeeze you. Let's move on swiftly. <laughs> Cardiff, Reading. I'm going to say 2-0 Cardiff. Mm, I'm saying 1-0 Reading. Yeah. There we go. We split somewhere. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. Let's split because I'm right now. I want the points, and I went against like my heart with some of these. You know, Cardiff because I'm a Swansea guy, mm. Everton because I'm a Liverpool guy. But I'm going to get the points on the board. Okay, just to let you know as well. This week, the Super Six round closes at twelve thirty p.m. on Saturday. This is due to the early kickoff between Watford and Luton. Finally, we're going to focus on Liverpool v Arsenal. It's a head-to-head. It's actually me and you going head-to-head. Yes, isn't it? Yes. Big Liverpool fan in bio, yes. big Arsenal fan in me. I right, listen, I'd back Liverpool any day of the week. I think Liverpool are in a good place. Listen, Thiago came in and he was exceptional. I get that they had ten men, but he was exceptional. You you know what you know what he's gonna bring. And I do think Arsenal, not recently have been our bogey team for some reason, beat us in the um, Community Shield, beat us Premier League, um, Premier League on lockdown, even though I know we had won the league and we weren't really, we had our foot off the gas. But I do think, back at Anfield, I do think it's going to be a comfortable win. I do think we'll win 3-1. Mm. Do you know what? I'm not going to disagree with you. Unfortunately, being the Arsenal fan, I want to say Arsenal are going to win this one. I don't think you beat Liverpool three times in a row. Even if one of them was you guys with a hangover, even if the other one was community children, people don't think that's a proper trophy. I still think there is something about that Liverpool side that will be hurt from those two losses. Yeah. I think Mane is looking exceptional. Salah in the opening game of the season was just ridiculous as well. Arsenal... Up front, no problems at all. Defensively, I think they're still yet to to properly gel their new uh, defenders together, the centre-backs. So I, I think probably for me, it's going to be... Oh, I don't know what the score is. They always put loads. You put loads past us normally, but... Oh. Do you know what? I'm I'm going to say it'll be a bit tighter. I'm going to say it'll be 2-1 Liverpool. I would also say that you defensively would have been a bit weak considering that Virgil van Dijk like, partnered with basically there's no other centre-backs because they're all injured or out or whatever but Fabinho when he dropped back into that role and basically got man of the match was yeah. amazing So yeah 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 like, uh, listen I'm not as confident as prior because I do think Arteta and I do think Aubameyang mm. I, I went on I, I didn't want him to sign because I think he's that good and I do think Arsenal raised their game when they play Liverpool mm. I, I honestly do so normally I'd been I'd have sat down and I'd been like, listen, it's three points definite. Even though I, I am confident we're going to win, I do think Arteta's working some magic there. I just agree with you. I think Liverpool will be hurt and wouldn't want the fact of Arsenal saying they beat them three times in a row. Mm. So and I, I, I think, like you said, the three and I, and I do think with Jota coming in, it just yeah. ups everybody's game again, sort of thing. So fingers crossed. Um, but I am quietly confident that it'll be three-one Liverpool. Okay, guys, that is it for another week. Thank you so much for listening. If you've got this far, congratulations, you deserve a medal. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget to like and subscribe to make sure you stay up to date with the Super 6. And you can join in on a conversation on Twitter with the hashtag Super 6 Podcast or follow us at Super 6. And we'll be back next week with a new set of fixtures and more chat from me, Laura Woods, him, Bio, Akinfenwa. We'll see you then. Yeah, yeah. Peace and love.